You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Here we go. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast. Hi, this is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. Katie, wow. We keep talking about the weather, and it's always like the weather's so cold, but geez, it's been a perfect day today. Yeah, it's been really nice. Um, sun's been out. It's been warming up. I think it's going to get cold again this weekend. Uh, it's just geez. that time of year, but right now, we're soaking it in. All right, so with the last time we've chatted, we were at the uh, bazaar. How's everything been since the bazaar? It's been good. Um, yeah, people are... The weather's warming up. People are getting out and about. We're doing pop-ups. We've got those Chef Joey kisses for cancer things uh, going uh, yeah. on. That's super um, fun. Yeah, Valentine's coming up. Everyone's... How's the, I see more and more around the social. I think it's kind of getting around. How's it going here with the Kiss Joey thing? Um, it's going really well. Yeah, they are trending on Yahoo right now. They're in the top five trending on Yahoo nationwide. I didn't know Yahoo was still a thing. Yeah, of course it is. It's like AOL. I was surprised that people still pay for AOL. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> My dad did all the way up until he died. Like I, we literally had to like talk to AOL whenever he died, and my mom had to figure out how to get into the account. I'm pretty sure my mom still pays for it too. Right? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I tell her you can get online and just log in. You don't have to pay for that yeah, service. Yeah, there's free emails. You know, people just get set in their ways, and what they like is what they like. What they know is what they know. I think that's a good thing about OMMA, right? Like, you find something good that you like, you just want to keep coming back to Kush and get it, right? Yeah, that's true. People what's like been What's strings. been hot here lately? Um, well, let me think. Sativas are really hot, and XJ13 is always really hot, but ice creams are really hot right now. Ice cream cake and ice cream banana might be really top sellers. Also, people like garlic strains. Garlotti's been doing really well. And citrus gelato cake is always a top seller. Hmm. All right. I think we're going to enjoy some cake today, right? We are. Some ice cream cake. Oh, like, I literally like ice cream cake is the best, right? Are you a cake or ice cream cake person, like in general? Like food Like food, food. Honestly, I don't really like ice cream with cake. I think... Dry foods need to stay dry, oh. not get all soggy. And I was going to say the other alternative would be like a Trace Leches or something from Arrelos yeah. down the street. Well, oh, that's okay, incredible. If it's like meant to be wet, that's fine. Like, I like so bread pudding. So Trace Leches and some ice cream on top that you're a no-go or that's a, that, that can do because they're both wet? It can do, yeah. It can do? All right. What do you think about this? Yeah. Oh, those were good. The little gummies with the, the little Skittles on top. Nerds. Nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerds. Nerds. Yeah, the flavor was great. Yeah. Texture. Texture was good. Texture was good. Flavor was Katie's good. Katie's the only one that doesn't like it. You don't like the texture of those? Womp, They're kind of womp, sticky. Womp. Oh, I well, see what you mean. They've been in here. They've been getting hot. Yeah. We're talking about, since people don't understand what we're talking about, there's a little sample good of gummies. some gummy worms with some are we on? Yeah, we're on. Oh, sh- sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just chatting into the, the mic for the, the speed. I thought we were still sound checking. <laughs> Where are we at? Hey, welcome to the Kush Live, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Hey, Clay, a couple questions. <laughs> yes. Hey, thank you for having me. Very, I'm glad to be here. Well, I got the questions for you. 
Well, bring when on. is the first time that you smoked? What did you smoke out of? How old were you? And was it, you know, the strain of the weed? <laughs> I, I can probably tell you that uh, we wanted to believe it was something like, what was that, swaggy uh, Mexican red hair yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And I was in seventh grade. So what is that, like 13 years old? Well, did you flunk? Uh well, no, I did pretty good that year. Actually, <laughs> I was sixteen in seventh grade. <laughs> Just no. kidding. No, but it was uh, smoked out of a uh, like what do you uh, like one of those like film canisters, and we drilled a couple of holes in it and put straws in there, so like created a, like a carburetor double hitting thing and it yeah, was just smart. Awful. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that confirms your smart thing when have we ever heard somebody compare a carburetor to smoking a oh, yeah, weed? there's, there's cars pipe. on almost every pipe guys well, I know, but most kids in seventh grade smart. aren't like Okay, I guess you two have never made homemade pipes much. No, not much. Yeah. Only oh out of like my. apples and like aluminum foil. I've I've done some desperate things, that, but those were years ago. Right when we were kids and first started smoking. Yes, amateur yeah, we, hour. Yeah, I've made so many homemade pipes. I can't even think of the most ridiculous one. I mean, it's probably just no. That's what I was about to ask. Foil, What's the most ridiculous pipe you made? The foil that you wrap around the pin, mm-hmm. pull the pin out, and. Bloop. I think that's probably up there. I think maybe pen. like a like like a a Montblanc pen. I think my friend made it into a pipe. Mm-hmm. I don't think his dad was very happy about Smart that. Smart guy, right? Montblanc. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the ratchet, the uh, socket. Everybody else was using Bix. And everybody <laughs> was using Montblanc. Did you ever use there, a socket? Yeah. Put no, a screen no. inside the socket? Not to smoke out of, though. No. Okay. Well, that's another one. All right, so you were smoking out of a Mont Blanc. What the yeah, hell is this it, Mont Blanc? It's, it's a type of p- fancy type it's of pen. It's a real fancy pen. Ooh, okay. Yeah, one of those heavy ones that, you know. I don't think the guy's dad was very happy to find out that the pen no, was, no, one, missing, expensive. and two, what it was missing for. So Okay. We, but, yeah, it was. Uh, well, that was a big. <laughs> it was Game's awful. Game's first though. experience was it a big, too. I would probably, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't recommend Mont Blancs. I'd probably just stick to, you know, a metal pipe over that for sure. But you don't have a metal pipe. No. Then start looking at options. <laughs> Got to be creative. So, so you're taking it your first time, and how'd it go? You know what? I think it was probably about 10 minutes of bliss followed by like a 30-minute headache. I'm sure it was not great. S- smoking seeds or something? Yeah. I mean, we're talking, you know, swag from way back in the day. So mm-hmm. not great. Not great at all. Nothing yeah. like what Captain Greenleaf is uh, putting out. Let's just say that. Oh, let's talk about Co- what's Captain Greenleaf. Captain Greenleaf is a small family <laughs> that's uh, based out of Claremore, Oklahoma. Uh, we are a we're a really tight group. We put out some amazing flour, some top notch concentrates. Uh, currently, we're Oklahoma's licensee for kind cartridges as well. So very clean facility they're they're running. Thank you. Thank you very much. We, we do pride ourselves on that. We want to be uh, compliant. We want to be clean. And we want to make sure that we're keeping up with everybody else in terms of top-notch flour being produced in the state. And, uh, you know, for being a pretty, uh, pretty green grow as far as the market is concerned, um, we're seeing a lot of success and a lot of people are taking note of what we got. And today I believe we're talking about ice cream cake. That's correct. This, yeah. yeah, this ice cream cake that Captain Greenleaf turns out is the real, real deal. You guys got the labs printed out. It's like over 29% THC and over 34 on the Terps. 
It is. Yeah, we love the terps. It is here. super, super tasty. Um, I mean, it's like I don't know what I don't even know how to describe it. But when you, just, it's like a party in your mouth, <laughs> hey. and everyone's coming. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure got quieter. Which here. tough crowd? Tough I didn't. Crowd. Re- I thought this was Kush life, not Bukaki. <laughs> we do what we want around here, <laughs> but I pay for the consequences later. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, that's one of our uh, crowd pleasers for sure. As far as the strains that we grow. All right. So explain the party in your mouth type of deal. What, what am I going to experience? Uh, putting this to your dome, sparking it up. You're going to initially. You're going to get that. Um, you're definitely getting that carophylline, like in that humulene terp kind of experience. If you're familiar with those, I mean, have you been studying these labs? I actually was worried you were going to quiz me on some of them, so I did kind of take a gander. <laughs> I can tell, I'll tell you <laughs> smart guy still. But no anyways, it, it's. It, I will tell you, it's. Um, it's a lot of our flower will do that in terms of um, the way that it comes out. Those terps, especially like the Mac One Caps Cut and this ice cream cake, so solid. It's just, uh, you have to experience it, Marshall. Yeah, I smell some. You're, uh, you're about to have a party in your mouth, my like friend. Like Chris says, don't tempt me with a good time. <laughs> Here we go. He'll try anything twice. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lies. That, that guava that you guys Oh, yeah, the there. wet hot guava. Yeah. Yes. That's, that yeah, that, that actually one. isn't one that we've we've done a, a whole run on yet, but I, yeah. I guess your verdict was we should probably look into that. I I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's a really nice smoke. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in my head for that drive home for a bit of, in a pleasant way. Yeah. So we had another strain as well, but I don't think we wrote it down on the bag or anything. But we smoked that one as well. Decent, very decent. You, you had the choc. You did have the chocolate chimp as well, but that was yeah. a sample I left. But then, yeah, okay. I'm trying a, to figure out what that other one was. Yeah, a pretty big bag of something. Um, the mac one and cheese, I think. Ooh, was it, it could, the yeah. mac and cheese? Yeah, we've got some of that. It may have been that. Which one does Thad Jr. like a lot? I think he's a big fan of our Caps Cut. Okay. I There's think. one and that the he... Pro- I think, I'm not going to... TC, I'm not speaking for you, but if I had to guess, it would be Mac 1. Okay, so. it wasn't Mac yeah, 1. Yeah, their Mac yeah. 1 is really nice. It's Caps Cut, frosty, huge, big colas. <laughs> Really, really nice. Yeah, they're they're beautiful buds. They'll definitely fill up your hand. It's it's a sight to behold. I lo- mm-hmm. I'm I'm a little biased, but also facts are facts. Right, it is yeah. good Mac so, One. Definitely, but I see a lot of it, and it's up there. <laughs> All right, but sure. we're doing we're not doing Mac One today. We're doing <laughs> ice cream cake. Ice yeah, will you guys cake. zip it up. I, I got too much to promote here. Sorry, I got All it. Good. It, it's my fault. I took All it off. All good. Of I just I gotta be curious. What got you into the industry? Um, it was a real, just kind of happenstance. Um, when uh, Corona shut everything down, uh, I ended up I ended up losing my job that I was in, totally not related to cannabis, and uh, wasn't really sure what I was going to do. So I ended up starting a power washing company and did that for about a year and a half, and okay. it was pretty successful but it was also incredibly seasonal so i'm nothing. guessing exotic dancer yeah, i mean so what's happened so I way to spoil it my <laughs> god no uh, <laughs> i mean what 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 side of the power washing industry were you in mostly uh residential and a couple like of realtors uh, hit me up fences for and houses concrete and pool decks pool, you know, decks pool furniture whatever uh, paid driveways. the bills yeah, yeah. 
No, I did that when I was detailing. Um, but I did a lot of I did the Chase Bank account, Sonics. Uh, that's mm-hmm. I kind of went more of the commercial side for. I and it. I had all the chilies around town. That was fun. That's nice. I yeah. actually I was offered a chance to do the. Um, I guess it was like a with a subcontract with doing Walgreens for all of the state, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a. <laughs> well, it, it just didn't uh, wasn't for me. So, yeah. anyways, I was sitting there one day in October. It wasn't going so well business wise, and I got a phone call from an old friend who said, uh, "We're starting a transport company. I need somebody to be in Tulsa. Um, do you want to come down and check us out?" And I was like, "I have no idea what this is all about, but if it's about weed, it sounds interesting." So, it's about weed what, and money. Yeah. So, it, weren't uh, you in Oklahoma City, like Edmond? We were, ba- yeah. The company was based out of Edmond. That's so. where we first met, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. I, I came here and uh, Chris and I were looking at some uh, some processing material. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. And that uh, that was our first encounter. So, That's a while back. Yeah, but in any case, uh, fast forward to about two months ago, Captain Greenleaf picked me up, and uh, it's been gravy since then. Okay, so you're repping Captain Greenleaf here in Tulsa, all over Oklahoma, all over Oklahoma. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We yep. are. They we got are. a they got a gym here. <laughs> That's true. Yep, weed selling fool right there. But we are definitely moving around and trying to uh, get across the state. I'd say we are largely in Tulsa and Claremore specifically, but you know we've got um, we're reaching out into like Grand Lake area, Oklahoma City's uh, on deck too. So OKC. If you haven't seen us yet, we're coming for you. Hey. And you can also email Clay at captain-greenleaf.com. And your social, IG? Mm, no, but 849-5649. You can figure out the area code. Okay. Nine, Go on. Eight, eight, six, seven. <laughs> yeah. I think we've we got a song coming up. Yeah. 867-5309. Yeah, let's do it. Piano bar. Well, it's Captain Greenleaf is the social mm. IG. At Captain Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. Bingo. All right. So you said carafiline and... It's super high in beta carafiline. Mm-hmm. And then it hey. round... What? Terp talk with Katie. <laughs> the second um, terpene is going to be humulene, and then it rounds out with linalool. So it's going to be a really nice uplifting, mm-hmm. cleansing medicine medical high oh, uplifting sativa. indica that's what i was yeah, well, that's, okay that's why I was, I was going wait a second this is going to be down sort of like kind of chill but then you're saying uplifting so yeah there's by only testing, one way to find out as down but it's it's very medicinal very cleansing it's i mean it's a, a wonderful experience and i would say that you probably do get some indica properties on the high but um you know as long as you're not you know putting like a whole ounce to your dome or something extreme. Yeah. You're definitely going to be, you're going to be okay. No couch lock. Okay. I've got, I've got another cake strain that will do that, but not the ice cream. Do you cake. consider this then a hybrid? I would say it would be a little more of a hybrid lean and an indica hybrid lean as far as the, as far as the effects. Yes, for sure. Uh, what do you recommend we do if we, uh, we're going to smoke a little and then what? Oh, I think after that, if you do that, it's really good for me. I like to, I'm kind of a workaholic, so I've, I go through spreadsheets, and I start, just start processing data, updating my uh, account activities and stuff mm. like that, and uh, put, on some, um, put on some Frank Ocean or something like that and chill. I wonder how similar to... I pictured you as a Maroon 5. Whoa. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to get out of here. Sorry, this podcast is done. <laughs> no problem, man. Have a great day. No. <laughs> it's that bad. 
no. Uh, no, I would say no. No Maroon Five here, actually. Okay. I'm glad. I'm gl- Are they still a band? Group? It's a good something. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Sorry. You have the, not the seen the headline the, that he they broke up. The one dude was a uh, host on that TV show with the yeah, singing Adam, Adam, Adam Levine. Levine. Mm-hmm. Or unless it went across the headlines and we didn't see it. Because yeah. we don't have cable. Yeah. So the other the focusy one was Flapjacks. I remember that from about a month or so ago. I really enjoyed that. It really helped. They they talked it up. I have not had a chance to experience that. No, no, that, no. It's all good. But I'm just saying, like, uh, so that's interesting. Um, th- I'll be excited to enjoy that then, too, because mm. a lot of flapjacks th- come from well, the focus part. Strain. Yeah. Like I remember I even came back in to buy some more because what, what made you think of it's when the focus when you talk oh, about focus gotcha. and sitting down and working. It was uh. like, yeah, I remember like there are. So that's cool. There's a, so do you know what it is about uh, this strain that helps you focus so much? I, I think just I mean, it's interesting for my biology. I guess sativas are supposed to kind of allow you to kind of be in your head and be creative a little bit, I think, generally speaking. But for me, the opposite is true. More indica uh, properties seem to give me that experience. And sometimes, yeah, sometimes if your body's relaxed enough, then it frees the mind in a sense, which I've experienced, yeah. I think all all weed uh, makes me hyper, I feel like. Hyper? Not Hmm. all the time. Munchies. You get the munchies all the time. Every time. (laughs) Guaranteed. No, that's not true either. No, with Chris. He yeah. always has the munchies. Yeah. Katie's always high and I get the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my How gosh. How does that work? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, well. What's your, what's your go-to munchies? I'm, I'm just curious. What do you... Uh, um, well, if it's like candy, Skittles. Yeah, Chris likes sour candy. And then he likes chips beef, and salsa. Yeah, chips and salsa and beef Can't jerky. Go Can't go wrong with any of these so far. No, chips and salsa is the go-to. Like yeah. to keep it healthy. Yeah, I'm more veggies. of a salt guy myself. If I get the munchies, I'm, I go to first salty. Salt. Yeah, same here. Yeah. I am definitely. Uh, go, I, I didn't want to jump in too soon at the beginning, but ice cream is definitely my jam for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's if I, I do gonna, salty first and then. Oh, yeah. The, hit the, the ice cream afterwards. Yes. Got and then hit the, the Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Trinity. <laughs> yes. That's incredible. That's why I can't take my shirt off this summer. It's Dude. only February. You'll bounce back. I'm not. I'm, I'm worried about me. You're going you're to be fine. I don't know. As much as I eat. <laughs> hey, at our age, it doesn't matter. That's it true. It does to me. Oh. I'm, I'm only over, only over 40 in my mind, so I'll just li- live young, as I feel, I guess. I have a younger wife, so I have to... Stay young. So stay young that, forever. Yeah, so I don't have to deal with it all by myself. Yeah, you're going to grow old, I'll still be young. <laughs> He's so spry, though. <laughs> He's going to be fine. We'll make it work. Let's go try this ice cream cake. Let's, I agree. Yeah, let's oh, burn it. probably a good time. Stop talking about death and <laughs> move on to ice cream cake. <laughs> let's move on something happy. Speaking of ice cream. <laughs> it's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Hey guys, this is Katie at Kush. While we're on this smoke break, let me just tell you about what's going on at Kush. 
every day from 10 to noon, we have happy hour. 20% off everything in the store except our daily deal. It's bomb. If you are shopping for concentrates, edibles, even flour, it's a great deal. Come in every day, 10 to noon, 20% off. See you soon. And they're selling property in this cyber world. And celebrities are buying up property in the cyber world and like making it a legitimate thing. Apparently, yeah. Let's yeah. okay. say there's video games. And what's the name? It's like LD. Yeah, I went ahead and hit record. Uh, so we're talking about the cyber world that famous people are trying to make legitimate. Maybe are making legitimate because they're buying up property in cyber world. So then whatever it, it's called, you actually then you can buy these little your little like uh, stamps into it and like whether it's a was it was a big one now is that like uh, all those monkeys that are kind of crazy and there's the smoking monkey and if you buy him you you get some rights to it whenever you resell it and i don't know what you're talking about yeah oh yeah it's just it's the whole nother part of of selling this property you guys know what the virtual world is called where you can buy the it's the property online <laughs> and you buy the property <laughs> online in a it. sense it's crazy Hey. I just do not Dante. feel like you know that's a real is? thing or going to. It, it, it is. I I honestly have no idea what any of this stuff is. I'm I don't feel very cool. Like I'm not at the cool kids table here, not knowing what it is. You know what it is, Haley. So have you gotten into any crypto or anything like that? No, I see. I, I've had some uh, peer pressure, but I haven't uh, taken the plunge yet. I need. I'm curious about it genuinely, but I just I have not acted on it. Yeah, I've done yeah. a little crypto and a couple of the different ones, but I've never, I, I haven't really jumped too heavy into it yet. I don't fully understand it. That's where I'm at. And this so other thing I that we're talking about, I don't fully understand it either. And I just haven't spent enough time to, to look into it. But, but yeah, in a sense, it's basically you're, you can start buying real estate on these platforms. Yeah, in my mind, it's like Sims, but. Yes. That's what I was so thinking. So think of Sims, and then, like, if you own the clothing that was, and people were in Sims playing, and they wanted to put that clothing on. But it's like everyone Sims to is together. Right. In, like, a real place. We're going to start in a second. Well, it's already started. So yeah. it's. You guys tricked me twice. <laughs> no, multiple times. We've tricked you multiple times. So I think Sorry, it's Chris. clear to say that ice cream cake makes you want to think and talk and, like, Tricky. do work. Pretty much. I mean, we're dissecting this fictitious fun fun money that's somewhere in the metaverse. Yeah, Yeah. virtual real. That's what it's called. Metaverse. Yes. No, metaverse Metaverse. is the new Facebook. So Facebook changed its uh, ownership name as Metaverse. I think it's called Metaverse, where you buy this. They are focusing on augmented reality. I guess this is playing into that. Yeah. So it might. Facebook is trying to own everything, so it makes sense. Right. Yes, that's what it's called. Well, everyone hates Facebook and their mm. laws, so why would you buy into Metaverse if Facebook is so corrupt and stupid? That's really dumb. Is Facebook corrupt and stupid? Yeah, they definitely, hey. definitely Whoa. control what people can say, can can do, and then like you're going to buy into an out, actual please? property. They do make theirs? it hard. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm they're, they're, they're putting people in Facebook jail, and you want me to buy some property, and then you're going to put me in jail? No, thank you. They're listening to you right now. They can. I'm not buying into their metaverse. <laughs> Won't be participating in the metaverse. So is the jail on the Instagram side? That's Facebook. But you're saying they're owned by the same people, so who's to say that the rules or the lack of logic won't be the same? All right. NFT is what I was talking about. That's the, apparently the, the technical name for it, NFT. Okay, that I heard. Well, I dug into that, and that's just like people are trying to make art, a.k.a. pictures for the most part, I think they're trying to make pictures non-transferable so that they can charge money for pictures. Kind of how music went through that whole transition with LimeWire and Napster. And then we had to start paying for songs and everyone freaked out. That's going to happen with pictures. Because right now you can just save everything, screenshot everything, steal everything. And in a few years, that's not going to be able to be done. Because... Money rules the world. <laughs> yeah, so I guess so, that's what NFTs are. That's it's, what NFT mm-hmm. is about. We're about to have to start paying for screenshots. Or paying to use paying, somebody's photo and Yeah, something. whatever. Like all that But stuff. would that apply like uh, just like to someone's like image and likeness? Or like are we talking about just like if I do a screenshot, am I going to get charged for that? I don't know. That's what I, I mean, haven't looked something's going to change. They're just trying to public, make it to where you can't. It's a public program, right? Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, for the public. No, yeah. it's, I mean, it's a platform. It's someone's software. You are agreeing to terms. You're agreeing to their rules. Private uh, private company's terms, yeah. yes. So, no, it's not public, even though everyone likes to act like it is. It's not. But, and then, like, there's just all these platforms, like Pinterest and Spotify, not Spotify, what am I thinking, um, the one, Tumblr, and where people are posting pictures, pictures they created, pictures other people created, they're stealing them, downloading them, and they're trying to crack down on all that. People are trying to make money off of their art. Makes sense. Yeah. But I don't know that it's like actual digital property. I guess it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, What it boils down to. But for me, the crazy one was, like I said, like you said, Sims, there's video games now that are starting to come out where – you can invest into the video game by buying property inside of the game. Yeah, that is hard That's for fucking me. wild, isn't Biz- it? Yeah. Bizarro world. Well, and we just watched um, the Pam and Tommy show oh, on did Hulu. You? Oh, and shit, yes. Well, <laughs> I was just okay, talking about this with a friend. It's mind how, how was it? How was it? Well, it's not even all up on Hulu yet. So, But it's mind-blowing that in 1995, they're talking about how they don't know how to get on the internet, who has a computer, yeah. who has a computer yeah. with the web what is the web there was nothing online at that time do we're you talking remember? about I mean, 25 years ago not that long ago no, do you guys no. remember when your first time to get online was uh, probably right like, around yeah. 1993 94 maybe yeah. that sounds about right yeah i was at my friend roger mcspadden uh funny story we talked about <laughs> aol earlier <laughs> so that's a, he was on aol and remember those chat rooms did you oh know? god yeah yes. remember those little chat rooms that's the Been first there, time that, i yeah. got online was in a chat room mm-hmm. i didn't leave that thing for asl like two days. 
Yeah. So he he would go into the like the rookie like just come into AOL and he'd go in and be like, "Hi, this is so and so with AOL. Just need to confirm your password and just take everybody's password." Oh my god! I was like, dude, we're in high school, and he's stealing people's passwords online already. Just willingly crazy. giving them up. Yeah. Oh my god! Nobody knew. Nobody what? knew. Wow. Yeah, he had a fucking booklet. What of was he? Even, what was he doing? What was he logging uh, in? I'm not going to sell. Was he pretending to be? I'm not going to sell him out on that. No, no. I'm not going to sell him out. I'm he just, was really I, smart. How many divorces did he create? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm not going to sell him out on that. Holy it cow. was just fun that he was taking everybody's passwords. Oh, and I, I, I walked in one time when we were hanging out. I was like, "What are you doing?" And I saw his book, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> I mean, it was everybody across the country just in these rookie groups of not. I mean, nobody knew who, what did, who would have ever known. What but was there, the Internet? We didn't know what it also was. Also, like, wasn't as much stuff on the Internet. Oh, there now. was nothing. Like I, I remember thing. going, wait, these people are in another state. Like they're in another part of the country. Like mm. it was confusing to me at first. Yeah. One well, really it was just like Wikipedia stuff and chat rooms and like bolts and board systems and stuff like that. I like yeah, old like school information. Early days. Yeah. No. And chat rooms. Anarchist cookbook was like penned a bolt and board and then it got passed around, you know, things like that. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, what a, what an evolution. Like a lot of the data you think about, like all these digital pictures, podcasts, things like that has just been created, you know, within the past probably 20 to 25 years aggregate you know with uh the digital age mm-hmm. it's just so strange to think about the where we've come from in 25 years yeah because you know? literally the pam and tommy thing was 1996 and that was like the very first All right, sex so how far did you get everything. into the story we're on episode six i think but the sex tape is out it's out mm-hmm. yeah did, did you watch it back in the day of course I didn't. I never could find it. By the time I realized what, what, like, I never, I never could find it. I never saw it. Have you seen it? Yep. I mean, I don't think it's been stripped from the web, but I did see. Oh, it probably, you can still go find it. I'm sure you probably. I mean, Pornhub exists, so I think I'm sure it, it's probably out there somewhere. But I, yeah, I think that uh, I was, you know, at least a 20 year old college kid when I saw that. Yeah. I remember going. Okay, maybe I'll go look for it. <laughs> I think I did a couple searches and never found it, so I just moved on. Was it that good? I mean, if they made a movie about it this far later, it's got to be pretty it's damn pretty good, rough, right? Pretty raw and rough. It's a good story, like how it all happened, how it all played out. You're it's talking a really... about the porn porno that they made. No, right, I mean so. like the whole how it all happened, how it all got out. It's a good story. Oh, That's is, why it's a does show. Does it go into like how they met and all that stuff? Yeah. Pam and Tommy, yeah, it yeah. goes into that. And, yeah, it's a good show. Yeah. Watch it. It's on Hulu. <laughs> uh, like, videography work? Pretty decent? Like, Or is it just because it's the story? It's I mean, no, is it actually good? good? Um, it's good actors. Um, it has, uh, what's Li- his name in it? Lily James is Pamela, right? I think that's the actress's name. She looks just like her and sounds like her. Really? Uh, no, I don't. Is Tommy? They did a good it job. It has Seth Rogen in it. Yeah. Does that well. tell you oh, enough okay. about that like, the that caliber of somebody? Yeah. Do you remember? I mean, production. <laughs> I, 
I definitely remember Pamela and Baywatch. Production value is better than their original, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Was she the only reason to watch Baywatch? No, they had like a rotating cast of, you know. No, they didn't for a little bit. It was always Pamela. Well, I guess they they finally got to her, but they had like uh, Carmen Electra. They had Erica Aleniak, uh, somebody uh, somebody else like all these uh, supermodel S. I forgot ladies. about Carmen Electra on there. Yeah, I think that. It says that she beat out Carmen Electra, I think. Right. Pamela did. I don't know. I feel like we watched a show about that recently, too, or about the 90s, and they touched on Baywatch or something. But, yeah. There was nothing like uh, being a a teenager and watching everybody run through the water and having her, you know, <laughs> I mean, do her thing. The the title sequence was the best part of the show. Yeah, it was. That was the only reason to watch it. <laughs> we, I won't I won't lie. And David Hasselhoff. Yeah. David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah, the Hoff returned to notoriety with that. Yep. I mean, kids these days, they don't have to, like, wait another week to watch... 30 seconds. I kind of hate it. We had to wait a whole nother week for yeah, 30 seconds. That, that, that is a very heated conversation. A lot of polarizing uh, viewpoints. People wanting to have all of it now or wait week by week. You know, Netflix will sometimes just dump like a whole season at once. Right? Yes. Yeah, so that is a great point. Uh, what's the last one I started watching? Uh, I Book enjoy of- binging. Book of Boba Fett? Me too. I enjoy binge watching, and with uh, Mandalorian, you could binge watch it. With Book of Boba Fett, you only get it per week, and I'm like, ah, this is, I'm out. I'll go look at it in a couple months and see if I can watch it all at once. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely, I'm not opposed to to binging, but I don't know. I remember, I was a big fan of The Sopranos, so Sunday nights were like ritualistic. And, like, we would have, like, dinner parties making, like, Italian t- food and oh. sitting around, like, a group of 15 of us <laughs> the watching the show. The munchies have started. The munchies have started. Yeah, but it was... Uh, Italian? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was a different well, time. What's your favorite Italian? Uh, restaurant or food? Speak just in general. Italian. Sure. <laughs> uh, I really, really like uh, Tiamo's. That's good. Um, I'd say my favorite dish... Might have to be like some chicken piccata. I mean, geez, that sounds pretty amazing. I know I'm hungry now. Yeah, I mean, but I'm from Tulsa. This would be this would be funny because I think I know where you guys like your Italian over there on Brookside. Mondo's. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, their bread is so good. Mondo's. Delsandro's is really tasty too. But remember where I like Whataburger, (laughs) and you guys like other places. Olive Garden. No. Okay. Zio's chicken parmigiana. Th- that's good. Oh goddamn! Right? That's, that's like, a, yeah. And I'm with you on Waterburger. I've got one right around the corner from my Thank house. Thank you. Thank you. It's but so. Zio's, Tulsa, Mazio's, then to Zio's. Like, you gotta love Zio's. I think it's a great place. I think they went out of business on 71st, didn't they? Did they really? I don't know. They're still in DoorDash. so. Yeah, I feel like they're still open. I just haven't been there in forever. I don't remember even what it tastes true like. True or false? I, that they went out of business? I don't think so. It's been about a year oh. since I went there. They were still in about a year ago. Yeah, I think they're still there. But I don't know. That was about a year Maybe ago. Maybe that was a rumor. The one at 70. It was pretty vacant. Uh, there wasn't many people It's 81st. In there. 81st in Lewis. Oh, that one went out? Oh, that's Is what that I was the one say. you're talking like about? The one. Or the one at 70. 
seventy first and Mingo. No, no, I think you're right. Seventy first. The last time I went to eighty first, we pulled up because it was after the one at seventy first, and we pulled up, and you couldn't go in. So it might be the one at eighty first. And Mingo location is open. Eighty first and Lewis also open. That's according to Google. Never mind. Good Zios, folks. Yeah, try it. Zios, send us some. Residuals. Seriously, we'd love to come eat some food. Some breadsticks. Jeez, at least something. No chicken parmigiana. Uh Chicken parmigiana. Sorry. Marshall's right. All right. So, what's the industry like for you, man? As you've been going around, give us the give us your take. What uh, What do you think of the industry? Where we at? Just say even like a year over a year. uh, Just looking at where we're at right now, and uh, the beginning of 2022 looks a lot different than it did with uh, 2021. Mean. Um, I'd say uh, the market probably went down about 28% on wholesale flower pricing. So that's created a big struggle. Why well, do you think that? I mean, wh- why is that? Uh, um, 7,000 cultivations. Too, many, too yeah. much flower. Supply and demand. Yeah, yeah oversupply. <laughs> Way too much supply. There's about four growers Is for it because every the harvest happened? This or it's just w- still way too many people? 7,000 licenses. Well, and, and that's like and a bunch of illegal or, grows, or, yeah, or yeah. I'd say people with out of state interests. Let's and just be also all encompassing. Whenever we went, whenever most dispensaries opened, we were going into COVID, and people were getting stimulus money. People mm-hmm. were spending a lot more money. Now, a lot of people are being Not hit hard money. on bills and different well, things. And as and prices of everything else goes yeah. up, I mean, you go to the grocery store. You're paying thirty to forty percent, mm. almost more than what right. we used to. Oh, so, for sure. For and sure. our prices here are going down. So yeah, our prices are going down, and people aren't spending as much, and it's just a thing. Definitely a thing. It is a little tricky to to predict, but it is something that is you're seeing across uh, the whole landscape here in the state, um, and in Tulsa, it's the way it is as it might be in uh, Edmond. Or, uh, like I was in Stillwater yesterday, uh, visiting some shops and those people are really, really struggling too. So, but the, it's just a whole different experience of, uh, you know, the supply and the real demand for it, which is, uh, there's a real disparate, uh, look for those two right now. Well, and we are talking about something that people can grow at home too. So, but, yeah. I mean... They might not be growing the same quality or the same strains, or it might be taxing on them to grow at home. It is really, it, it really is, is vain of me to think that people don't grow their own stuff. That that I would be the one that has to sell it to a dispensary so they can buy it. I'm, it just it makes me sound like, like such a jerk. But well, it's <laughs> not something for everyone, but yeah. it is something for some people. So that's a factor too. In the in the winter, I would imagine it'd be a little bit tougher. I, I actually had talked about the other the other day. I ran into somebody. And we were just talking about some weed and growing this. And I was like, "Yeah, I, I picked up some clones here at Cush. I mm-hmm. threw some in a pot and tried to figure out what I could do during the summer. And it, you know, I got a little bit. You know, I mean, it was okay. I was happy. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, cool. You know, but it wasn't really much. It was an experience. Yeah, it's fun to do once. Yeah, it was fun to do yeah. once, but. I can't imagine too many people get into it. Honestly, I knew more people growing at home a couple years ago than I do now. Yeah. But I know people still do it. 
Because if, you, if you're going to do it here in Oklahoma, you're going to have to invest in some type of lighting and eventually go indoors. And, you know, mm-hmm. are you, you going to give up garage space? I started looking at my garage and I was like, oh, I'm not giving up garage space. I don't really have place in the house. That's not going to. That's not going to be great. I, I can't really go up in my attic. Like We were talking to some home builders, and they were talking that people were putting in grow rooms in their houses. Like, that was a new mindset that you would... Is it an def- upsell now for builders to... Devote a room mm, to growing. To, to outfit it for growing. Interesting. That is very interesting. Yeah. I think it's definitely people's mindset or... It's a good market to crack into uh, as oh. a builder. Wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah, I wonder how many that is. They didn't give us numbers. No, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> just that it's happening. But at least yeah. it's it's on the it's on the option sheet, right? right. How cool is that for OMMA? Yeah, just Different. the overall industry, it's right? W- like wild times. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I, crazy. I, I mean, it's it's been said time and time again. Like, can you believe that we're here? Like I would not. I'm. I've lived in Oklahoma most of my life, but never imagining that we'd be in this position. Yeah. Grow rooms being built into your house, and it's totally by the law. You know, whatever. Insane. Huh. So. I don't know. Maybe they can uh, come up with a Captain Greenleaf Flake custom grow room for that we could like sell commercially. There you we'll have go. Love to get into R and D on that right now. I think you should run into it. I know. Well, they're going to, I hope they're listening and taking notes. They should. All right. So if people want to look you guys up on social, do you remember what that was? If somebody wants to connect? Uh, Just find us on Facebook. That's probably, we're trying to grow that out. Our Instagram too, uh, at Captain Greenleaf. Those are our uh, platforms. Um, Also, uh, we uh, are happy to come and see dispensaries or um, some processors, but we definitely want to come and show you this quality flower that we have and that we have been getting out into Oklahoma. Uh, we're super excited to be here. We're super excited to be able to get out and just show it outside of the northeastern quadrant of the state. And uh, everybody listening out there, um, let us come see you. Cool, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. Katie, where do people find Kush? You can find us at Kush Dispo Tulsa and Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore on Instagram. And Facebook, and you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. Yeah. It's Come a solid store. Come and support them, guys. And I'd say overall, yeah, we were very engaged right afterwards. We were zoned in. Mm-hmm. If there was something on our mind, we wanted to go after it. We covered a lot of ground. We did. I think and I'm, so I'm was, very curious was, about NFTs now. It was <laughs> focused, and yeah, you're right. Like my body's, I'm not relaxed, but I'm not, I'm not jittery in my mind. I'm not jittery. Chris, are you? Yeah, coming? I'm, I'm coming down now. It was a nice. Um, Chris really stopped doing his jumping jacks. Yeah. Really relaxed coming down. Yeah, that's cool. Man. <laughs> Thanks for everything you guys do. Oh, we appreciate. it. Thanks for having me on, guys. It's the Kush Live for us. Push